0: Welcome to Dice Carnival! You are listening to the Wild Beyond the Witchlight, in collaboration with the Homebrew D&D podcast. My name is Misha, and I'll be playing Amanda Amazing, the detail-driven Sylvan Rogue Detective, closing in on her breakthrough case.
1: I'm Cody Smith, and I play Philo Featherbottom. Philo is a halfling wizard who has gone through some rather strange events.
2: My name is Greg from the podcast Dice Carnival. I'll be playing Astrak, the star-speckled lead druid who yearns to leap for the stars, but cannot
3: leap. My name is Austin Brady, and I will be playing the character Hobbs, who is a sentient log warlock, and are very flammable.
4: (laughs) Hi, I'm Gio, and my character is Tor, a young herring and monk who ran away to the Witchlight Carnival as a child to pursue their love of dance. They've been working at the carnival ever since.
5: And finally, my name is Adrian, Your dungeon master and host. This episode of Dice
2: Carnival is sponsored by C4 Labs. Proud vendors of free shipping in the United States. Now available is the Hugo Dice Tray with the utility of compartments for all of your dice. Plus the flaming pizzazz of the man himself. Additionally, at checkout, you can type in DICE CARNIVAL with no spaces or caps to get 10% off your whole order. So if you want to support your local musician, or just find great products for your D&D games, head to C4Labs.com.
0: Whether this is your first time listening, or you're already a subscriber to our content, we at Dice Carnival welcome you, and hope that you enjoy what you're about to listen. (laughs) Bye now!
5: Our tale begins in a far-off land of men and humanoid kind. Kensath is a kingdom on the coast that reaches south to deep dark woods and eastward to aspiring mountains. It is a land that has seen both war and peace in its day, though its citizens are grateful that conflict in this era is not present in each day's life. Where we begin tonight is at a small town, located near the Great Wood to the south, of which strange visitors have visited like they do every eight years. The witch Light carnival is in town, and it is the talk of the land, the presents to the children of the forest the beings of the fae, are plenty too prevalent in this land. Those that sport fae-like appearances, features such as wings, pointed ears, and antennas, and horns, and hooves are known to mix among the land, along with the humanoid types as well. Though, like many cultures that are not as enlightened, there's always prejudice that those that find them of these features are convicted with, and we begin in the evening of one of these nights of the carnival in the room of a young girl. Amanda, what is your room like?
0: Um, I'd say I have one of those rooms, which is like kind of cute, but also very intentional in decoration. Like, it's got a very defined color scheme of, of a, like, a soft pink and browns. And there's, like, a big library shelf that's full of books and a study desk. But also, the bed has, like, a lot of, like, nicely placed plushies and pillows on it. Maybe some cute curtains. Mm-hmm. It's very intentional.
5: How does, does Amanda have many friends?
0: I'd say for where she is in life right now, not really. She just kind of. She's definitely much more of a studious individual.
5: And is there anything that someone, should measures not be taken, notice about Amanda that would set her out from other humans and elves?
0: Hmm. I'd say that even though she tries to uh, tuck them. To kind of tuck them under her little cloak. From the bottoms you can see like very, very tiny moth wings. And out of the top you can see like the little fluff you have. When you kind of have, yeah, like near the joint of the back.
5: As a half-fae you find yourself not belonging to either world. And yet to both at the same time. But it's on this fortunate evening. When you wanted to go to the carnival. But your parents insisted that you not be seen meddling around with those types. Or they insisted that you stayed at your room, studied, and went to bed at a reasonable hour. Reasonable hour still being before sunset. <laughs> you hear sort of twinkling sound at your window. Oh? As you are lying on your, 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 underneath your bed, sort of writing in your journal. Mm-hmm. And you just hear a faint tap, tap, tap.
0: Uh, quickly, I quickly hide the journal sort of, like, in in a little pocket in my dress. Yes, mm-hmm. my dress has pockets! And I go to the window nice. and check it out.
5: You see floating right outside your latched window is just a floating, sparkling, green sphere about the size of your head huh. that grows beautifully and bright that seems to have a pair of white wings that flap behind it.
0: Oh, what are you?
5: It like hovers around as if asking to be let in.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. And I start to kind of undoing the latches and letting it in.
5: And as you open the latches, it waits till you open the door and then you see the sparkles. They they lose that that sort of spherical form and it spreads out until you see standing before you is a beautiful woman. A woman of middle age. But no creases upon her face you see that her hair is beautiful white and long and she has a big pair of white fairy wings that drift behind her and a dress far more beautiful than even anything that your parents if their diplomatic status ever could afford themselves but you see it seems not to be stitched out of any sort of fine linen or silk but of small fibers like small little woven pieces of mycelium that create this beautiful layered texture of this woman with a small sort of cape resting over her shoulders as she carries a small starred wand, and she says, Well, hello, Amanda. It's me, <gasps> Zabilna, your fairy goddess mother. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Perhaps maybe we should have some tea. Would you like that? I was that, thinking Amanda. that
0: this is a home invasion.
5: If you ask me to leave, I will.
0: No, 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 no! I am just—I uh, forgot—I for- i forgot if my parents are home. I'm really, really sorry. And I start like—I start like running around, just kind of like checking the door to see if I can hear anybody outside or anything. Like, just, just gotta, just gotta secure the perimeter.
5: And as you put your ear to the door, you see that she presses her ear to it as well and squints <laughs> and says, "I think we're safe." But I won't tell if you won't.
0: No, 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 no! I, I'm not, I'm not telling. Yeah. You want tea? I, I think I, I think I have a tea set somewhere. You let see me, she waves let me her check. wand,
5: and they're in the middle of the room, like your little tea set sort of like flies out, and all these beautiful saucers, you begin to see the kettle. Even though there was not water put into it before, begins sort of steaming like there is hot tea inside, and you see several jars of uh, dried leaves begin to sort of, like, about a, ha- a dozen of them begin to sort of tear themselves in the center of your tea set table as she waves her wand. Are you Amanda's more of an Earl Grey or perhaps chamomile fan?
0: Um, Amanda is is trying very, very hard to keep her, like, more formal composure, but she is simultaneously like, completely... Losing her shit in a very like giddy way, um and she says, "Oh, uh, okay, so it's it's morning and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl Grey, that's good." No,
5: it's not thank, quite thank morning. You. It's like it's like late afternoon. It's like sunset well, right now. It's oh, just You're well, you, you're not the type of parents who send you to bed before the sun goes down.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I should be having chamomile right now, but I like the taste of the other one more. Let's. I'm not going to worry about some Earl Grey. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: She, she waves her hands and you see like little fairy wings sprout out the end of the teapot and it like lifts oh. itself up and pours the Earl Grey into your cup. And then you see, she she's like, she asks you with any of the creamer and you see like the sugar and creamer pot like lift up with little fairy wings as well.
0: I kind of go over to the creamer and I'm like, okay, let me see if I can like point you to the tea. Just like a little bit. At this point, Amanda's eyes are just, like, straight-up saucers, like, oh my god! Yeah,
5: and you see that Zemilna takes one of these these seats, and she sits down, and she's beautiful and tall. She's probably, like, seven feet tall, but she sits down to where she's almost at your stature, and all the time she's just radiating this beautiful benevolence. A, a woman who looks down at you like you are her beloved grandchild. And it kind of just makes you feel warm inside.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so once Amanda gets to sit down, she just kind of takes a deep breath and calms down. Just very audible, like, <gasps> <sighs> okay.
5: You see the two little, calm cream, now. little creamer in the, the cup, and you see like the little sugar spoon with little fairy wings grips up as well. Uh,
0: how do you do that?
5: <laughs> there are many things I can do. After all, I'm what you would say, an archfey, and a guardian to you. I'm sorry I haven't been close enough in your life before now, Amanda. But I have been watching you for some time. And I can tell that you are a very special child.
0: Do you, do you know my mom? Not that one. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of nod my head to the door. The other one.
5: There are many things I know. And many things that I don't know. But I can tell you that I myself was raised by a foster parent. And I understand the experience a little bit more than I suppose some others would. But I also know that those who raise you do love you in their own way. But I also know that sometimes you need a little bit more magic in your life. And that's why I'm here, Amanda. I'm your fairy goddess mother. I'm here to... I'm here to watch over you and make sure you're happy.
0: Uh, Thank you! Amanda is once again starting to lose her shit, but trying very, very hard not to lose her shit and become in this situation.
5: And she just begins sort of talking to you, and you spend probably the next hour speaking of... Do you, do you speak of your stories? Do you, do you speak of your life? Do you, do you vent a little bit?
0: <laughs> I, think, I think I'm think i just asking as many questions uh, so as I can. So you're the one leading
5: these questions, and you hear her speak... And she tells you, why yes, in fact, uh, I am not just uh, a fairy goddess mother, I'm also a queen. Which would technically make you a princess uh, <gasps> of a far-off kingdom. There, there are men who play pipes that dance on goat legs. And there, are, there is a castle filled with every single color. And one day, one day when you're a little bit older, I will take you there myself.
0: I'm like writing all this down ferociously.
5: My the castle grounds.
0: Wait so... Okay, so what I read about it with a with like a fairy fairy godmother is that like they're not actually related? It's it's more like the concept of, you know, like like a godmother? Are we related then?
5: What I am to you is a guardian. Same way that the man and woman who've raised you are guardians themselves. But sometimes it takes more than two people to raise a child. Some say it even takes a village or a kingdom to see a young flower blossom to maturity. And I can tell that you will be a very, very fine flower one day.
0: Uh, Amanda just doesn't know how to respond to this. Like, like she just looks absolutely what? confused and takes like another sip of tea and takes a couple more notes. You don't need
5: to worry about any of that <laughs> quite yet. In fact, if I can offer you a little bit of something, I have a couple of friends who are in town right now, and I think that they would love to give you a little bit of a show. And you see she pulls, kind of like out of her hand, like as if she was kind of like concealing it in her palm, a beautiful golden ticket that says admit one. I think you're not doing anything else this evening, and I'll make sure aren't worried about but your foster mother and your foster father if you would like to pay them a little bit of a visit.
0: I'd love to. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, she, you, like,
5: thank you. She like if, if you like run up to it and offer a hug, she will absolutely yes. hug you. Yes. And she wraps you against her bosom and hugs you in, in a way that you have never been hugged before. It feels like the sort of feeling when you smell sort of like fresh candy and fresh bread being baked. It's that, that, that it's like that feeling when you're walking through a dark forest, but you feel completely safe. It feels almost like a, a sort of very liminal sensation. It feels as though you are surrounded by a thousand purring kittens. It is the most <laughs> wonderful feeling ever. As she oh, hugs God, you and this. presses you against her chest.
0: Straight up, straight up a little hop and flutter up there.
5: <laughs> and she says, well... I do have a kingdom to run after all. There are a few other places that I need to visit, but Amanda, always know that you will have a special place in my heart. And I look forward to our next tea date.
0: Thank you, see you later.
5: You're welcome. And you see, like, as she sort of turns back into that green sort of floating ball with wings, and she she floats away out the window, and the the window sort of latches and closes itself again and you are left holding a ticket that as you flip over read which light carnival
0: it is time to sneak out
5: i will say that as you begin making your way out you notice that both your mother and your father seem to be sound asleep in the cu- in the drawing room so okay, they had chill. fallen asleep straight on the couch <laughs> loud snores permeating throughout the space
0: <laughs> i shall make my escape
5: And you do so. Um, As you are making your way out, you realize that there is like a little bit of a a draft in the air. Um, So as you go to kind of like pull your jacket off of the banister, there's like a faint sort of like tugging sound, tugging that you have to like do to before you get it off. But you can wrap the coat up and put your ticket in your pocket and begin making Mm -hmm. your way towards the lights in the horizon.
0: Woo. And that's what I'm gonna do.
5: We come to another figure making their way around the, 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 the woods. They've got very strong sort of gingery uh nuggy hair. And as they, they're kind of like making their, their way over, they seem to sort of be like sticking to the shadows a little bit and looking behind to make sure like no one sees them. A sort of gingery, sort of very freckle faced halfling boy, Philo. Okay. You're making your way out of your home towards the witchlight carnival trying to make sure none of your i believe you said 11 siblings yeah are following what does philo look like a little bit beyond the sort of brief description i gave
1: um philo is about 13 years old he's fairly short even for a halfling at this age um he's got kind of a red nose a red round nose, and um, he usually keeps his hair in this little pointy hat that he wears mm-hmm. kind of a wizard's hat. That Did he, he make it himself? To be. Did he make it himself? Yeah, so it's like well, that, he had like... his mom sew it for him.
5: Oh, so it's like so it's so it's like, like these like really big, like very like wide stitch, like moons and stars stitched on. Yeah, so nice, and it's a little floppy.
1: Sure, all right. Um, he wears kind of like a similar, like a wizard's robe, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a cut open in the front, like a cloak.
5: Yeah, it's like secondhand, maybe. Got it from like a third Yeah,
1: definitely. It's also full of patches. Mm -hmm. Probably star-shaped patches as well. Mm -hmm. Um,
5: Stapled on there.
1: Underneath, he's just got hand-me-down clothes, uh, maybe some suspenders to keep his pants up. Um, And other than that, he's just a, a normal little halfling.
5: Why do you want to go to the carnival? It could be the obvious reasons, it could be a less obvious reason. You tell me.
1: Well, one thing that people don't know about Philo is that he's got kind of a sneaky side. And he really likes to go places where he's not supposed to be.
5: Mm-hmm. So he's a and... smart kid, but the type who smarts kind of get them in a little sure. bit of trouble from time to time.
1: Curiosity gets the best of him. Um, well, well, I have a feeling that we were told maybe to stay away from this place, and I can't help but go right. where I'm told not to be.
5: Right. And you guys like live, you guys like have like a farm on the opposite side of like this, this village that's like probably like a four story, like kind of tilted shack, right? With like a bunch of farm right. animals around.
1: So Feather Bottom Manor,
5: yep. Uh, I, Manor, manor's more of a uh. <laughs>
1: colloquial term yeah a little colloquial (laughs)
5: term um but it it, but it definitely does uh have a generational value to it
1: right absolutely
5: and as you're making your way away from Featherbottom manor and through the small village near the forest to the south you find yourself cutting through the town the first lanterns are beginning to sort of be lifted as the sun has just recently gone down Uh, you had a hard time getting out of there. You imagine that the carnival is probably close to halfway over by now. But I'll still give you a couple hours there before it leaves at midnight. And you see making their way kind of like out of it is uh, a young girl wearing a sort of trench coat that um, she seems to be wrapped up in. Hey! Hey! Did I
6: miss the carnival?
5: There, we're all just uh, we're all just taking that in for a moment. Uh, Amanda, Take you hear you <laughs> hear really the sound of, of of puberty scratching uh, a chalkboard. Oh no!
0: <laughs> huh? Wait, who's who's that? Oh hi! Hi, Wait, hi. my name Philo. I'm looking for the Witchlight Carnival. Oh, that's where I'm going. Yeah, but right. Yeah. Well, about that. Oh. Can you magic one? Uh, hmm. Well, I can do this.
1: And I summon a candle.
5: (laughs) You see a tiny little flame appears at the end of his finger.
0: (gasps) Oh, so you could do that through the ticket. Because that's how I got mine. Hmm. Well, let me see yours. Well, no, I didn't do it. Someone else did it for me. My fairy godmother.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe I can. And I use prestidigitation digitation to create an illusory version of that ticket.
5: You, you, you. It's. It's not so illusory. It's just you summon like an a exact duplicate of the ticket <laughs> that lasts for only a few seconds in your hands before it scatters into sparks.
1: You think that'll
0: get me in? Take a look at it. See it disappear. He summons
5: it again. You hand it to. Her. You look at it, three, four, five, six, explodes into sparks. Hmm. It felt tactile, though.
0: You can have mine and I'll get in myself.
5: <laughs> a little bit of a correction, I should say. That as you kind of have been walking a little bit, um, you went to pull out your ticket, Amanda, and it was not there.
0: Wait! Things.
5: And you reach deeper I in your swear. pocket And you feel your finger Two of your fingers slip through a little hole in the bottom It feels like a fresh tear
0: I did procrastinate on fixing that Uh oh Oh It's fine they'll get us in I got this far
5: Yep, and, and I should preface like at this point Like you have like already meet, Reached the ground of the carnival You've probably like walked uh, Probably like a half a mile Mm-hmm. and you'd be going through a lot of space Ooh. if you were trying to backtrack for that ticket. But Yeah, you...
0: that's not a good use of time.
5: But you also remember what your fairy goddess mother told you, and you really want to see the carnival. So as you mm-hmm. make your way forward, you see that there is a line of people that are spread outside of this beautiful array of light. Pink mist seems to almost be drifting around the entire place, and there is a river where there was not a river before. That seems to encircle the carnival, creating its own little island within. See that there is a goblin at the front of the booth that seems to be sort of inspecting people's tickets. That has like a big ear horn and carries out like a really big like spyglass, like they're using as a monocle, to sort of like inspect each ticket very. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, very Why intensely. He
1: wow this is gonna be harder than i thought
5: but i will say hmm? keep going
0: oh i've snuck into the theater before it doesn't look much harder
5: does amanda pull anything out of their 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 other pocket that does not have a hole in it
0: yeah some basic lock picks
5: (laughs) you know what those are (laughs) absolutely I will say, though, that as you are, like, standing halfway across this, like, beautiful bridge, it literally looks like it's made out of, like, roots that grew out of the bank and twisted over into, like, this beautiful, like, knot of, well, like, Oh, that's flowers. pretty. You see sort of floating along the river below you what looks to be a rather large frog sitting on a log that just kind of looks up at you with big black beady eyes and looks almost transparent. And then you notice that this little frog is wearing a vest.
0: One moment. There's a frog! Wanna go pet it? Yeah? Yeah, let's go pet the frog! I'm gonna go try to pet the frog.
5: So, like, you have to, like, reach down and probably, like, wade ankle deep into the water. And may I mention, this little river that's appeared is, like, a foot deep at best. (laughs) Um, But it does seem to have, like, a slow perpetual current. In fact, it looks like it just circles the carnival, but it just has a very slow current that seems to just sort of, uh, runs Wittershins around the carnival Mm counterclockwise. Um, and you see as it's floating there, uh, Astrak, what, what, what's going on with you? Um,
2: I'm just sitting there, I'm looking at the sights, and I see these two people come, Who's like,
0: hi. Hi, Hello. Froggy! Ew. Oh, Ew. Hi! Hi. I'm just leaning over to Philo. It talks! Oh
5: my yeah. god! What's more? I like the you- rest! You see, like, there's, like, a tiny little, like, vestigial tail still on this baby frog.
0: Who are you? Ah, uh, I'm Amanda. I'm Philo. Okay. Oh, you want to come with us to the carnival? Okay. Yeah. Go to pick up the frog.
5: You can now add Astroc to your key items. <laughs> Though as you do pick up the frog, you hear another sound.
3: So, um... There's just a a gurgling as the log starts to roll over. Uh, and you see that the log is wearing a small pair of overalls um, <laughs> over its, its two really stubby legs. Um, it has no arms, it seems. It just has uh, a couple small branches. And there's this deep concavity in the front of it that has just two small glowing eyes um, and it it looks around frantically
5: and like the front of it it's like kind of carved like a face a little bit right like not like, yet take it, not yet okay not yet
3: i i i want log to eventually oh, okay. be okay. okay.
5: carved do, do you have do you have like suitable. any sort of like mouth cavity at all
3: uh it's just the the weird
5: almost think of like the um,
3: the like black mages from Final Fantasy, right? Sure, like sure, the sure, just sure. like dark space, little glow yeah. eyes.
5: But you have the capacity to speak. If you'd like to say anything to them,
3: Uh I think they just say hi.
5: As you are walking away with this new tiny little frog in your hands, Amanda, the log says hi.
0: Oh God, the log feels left out. We should take it too. Why?
3: Why would you take me?
5: Like Where are you drifting. taking
3: me to? It,
5: it's slowly drifting up the river. Good, wait. Goodbye. Where, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You can easily catch it.
0: <laughs> Hold the frog!
5: Oh, you're getting closer to me. Philo, roll me a dexterity check.
3: Hello, a small flesh child. <laughs> Please catch me. I'm drifting. <laughs>
5: It's like okay. Eeyore in the Christopher Robbins movie.
1: This is my first roll. Uh, usually I use roll 20. Yeah, yeah, you can use So whatever. I just click decks and whatever this little number pops up that we're taking. What do we got? I got an eight.
5: struck you land on your feet on the ground <laughs> as Amanda tithes for the log. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
5: I, I can, I- I'll get it.
2: I'm gonna use a tongue attack.
5: <laughs> okay, so like you hop hop, big leap about uh, 20 feet, and then go ahead and roll roll a D 20.
2: Uh, do I add proficiency, I'm guessing?
5: Uh, add whatever bonus it says on there. I think it's a uh, plus 4. Uh, you
2: don't have a bonus on here, actually.
5: Did I not list that? Yeah, it should just be your uh, dex plus your okay. proficiency, then.
2: Oh, let's go. Uh, 25.
5: Yeah. Um, as uh, you lash, manners. You lash <laughs> your tongue out, and you manage to... <laughs> Amanda, as as it's, like, if it, you're, like, a kid who's, like, running and then, like, trips a little bit in, like, the very shallow stream, and, you're like, you're running forward, and then there's, like, a couple of, like, rocks that, like, you bump off of, uh, and as you, uh, knock your way down, you find that as, like, you're about to go off, like, a, a, a two-foot waterfall, you suddenly find yourself <laughs> caught halfway down by the tiny little frog who manages to sort of, like, pull themselves back and pull you onto the bank.
0: Have I acquired the log?
5: Uh, Astroc has acquired the log. Ah, but I, I still you, little... the Log. The log, though, is bigger than they are.
3: Saved me from what?
5: And you see they have, like, a really long tongue that's wrapped around. Uh, uh from, from going that way.
3: I did not realize there was immediate danger on the river. Thank you. <laughs> oh,
1: it's all wet in there.
3: I'm quite waterlogged. Get it? It's a joke.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Well then. Uh, one of the small branches points down to a, uh, a really poorly <laughs> embroidered set of, of letters on the front of the overalls, um, and it reads Hobbs.
4: All right. Uh, Hobbs. What's that say? I-, I can't read.
3: It says Hobbs. It's the name that my mother gave me.
0: Oh. I don't have a
5: name
3: yet.
0: Just kind of making my sh- way back. You
3: should soaked. meet my mother. She'll give you a name.
5: Last time you remembered Hobbs, though, as your mother was uh, bringing you, they had basically sat you down on the bridge to go speak to someone at the gate. <clears throat> they have not come back in since, and then a small wagon that had traveled across had knocked you into the river. And then shortly after, you found there was a frog on top of you. Hmm.
3: I must make my way back to the bridge, and you, and you see the the logs start to like shift, like three three th- 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 into the mud. Have
5: you let go of loggy yet?
2: Uh, yes, I have.
5: All right, so you like a, a pile of spaghetti. You slurp your tongue back into your mouth, and very slowly, about uh, one mile per hour, we'll say, uh, you see Hobbs begin making his way towards the bridge, waddling.
2: I'm just staring at him. <laughs>
5: Wow. That's something. As you're walking away, Hobbs, you now suddenly feel a crushing loneliness you have never felt before. <laughs> As you have made your way fifteen feet from these people, you realize that this is the first time that you have ever had friends and left them. You are now alone. I There's a new feeling.
3: Will will some of you small flesh Children, follow me to the bridge where I can await Mother. Maybe you can get a name. Okay. We're going to the
0: carnival. Wouldn't, wouldn't your mom be in the carnival if she crossed the bridge toward the carnival? I believe so. Well, then why don't we go in the carnival and find
3: mm. her? Uh, You get a, a gesture that might be a nod. Uh it's more so that the like log til- tilts back and forth.
5: Maybe it's like uh, you have like you, ha- you said you have like a couple like small little green spurs on you, like branches? Yeah, a little Maybe little there's like one on your temple that just kind of like nods up and down.
3: Yeah. Uh a little green growth just like kind of wiggles uh in excitement and hops keeps moving and he goes, Follow me, everyone. You must cross the bridge to get to the carnival anyway.
0: Are you sure you don't need the lift? I'm the biggest here and you're the smallest, so I can carry you.
2: Is I am smaller. or am I smaller since I was sitting
3: on him?
5: Oh, you are slightly smaller than the log.
3: Okay. I have no...
5: Except
0: for Frog.
3: discernible way to resist you from picking me up. So, I suppose whatever happens, happens.
1: Well, you're right. you just slow. It's really the problem. Hey, you know what? You,
5: you asked first. You go ahead, you pick up the log. You're very you're logical. Good. Why? L- I asked Lo- for the log.
3: Well, logical starts with the word log. I suppose that's why.
5: <laughs> it was a loaded question to begin with. Um, now I will say, though, that, uh... Philo. <laughs> As all this is happening, you're beginning to inspect, you realize that you have about two options on getting into the carnival. You do see that there is, like, the main gate. Perhaps there is something you could do to get past there or haggle you go to look inside your pocket and you have no money on you same Sounds with Amanda right. you, you hadn't really had a chance you're in such an excitement to get out there you never really took any any uh, of your allowance with you but you do see that off to the side maybe about a hundred feet along the sort of wall of the carnival seems to be like a wooden gate with a right. padlock
1: hey uh you said you had basic simple lockpicks yeah Last well, year, basic simple padlock, right over there. Oh, that's there. perfect. Uh, All right, let's yeah, let's it. go check that out. All right, Loggy, Hobbs.
5: Is anyone carrying Astrock? I think or I'm the baby frog? over. The unnamed baby frog, the yet to be named. Boiled frog? it already.
0: <laughs> we can call you. We can just call you Froggy for now. Froggy. Okay, Froggy. All
5: right, who's carrying Froggy and who's carrying Loggy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess I'm already carrying Loggy.
5: Yeah, I, I think can
6: give
2: just... Froggy a piggyback. All right. I think I'm just hopping my own way over at this oh, moment.
5: okay. So you're just like waiting for everyone to walk like 20 feet and then you leap 20 feet?
2: <laughs> no, I'm kind of just like hopping mostly in place. To, going, uh, like.
5: Oh, so like you're bouncing around ahead and like bouncing off the wall a little bit and then kicking off. Yeah. Flash, 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 Flop, flop, flop.
0: Just yeeting all over the place. Exactly. Doing quite well for himself. I don't
1: think he need to ride. <laughs>
5: Do we answer the age old question? Can the frog tap dance? Um, (laughs) As we make our way outwards, you see this excited little frog bouncing around until you come to the very basic, simple padlock. Alright? A very simple, unnamed locked wooden gate. Hobbs dashes his head. (laughs) Just pull it out and instantly go to work.
0: I can pick it.
5: Okay. Go ahead and roll me a Thiefstool check. Use the bonus on your, uh, your child's death block.
0: Alright, we're starting strong. That's going to be a 17.
5: 17. You begin going through this lock, and you begin sort of listening to the tumblers, and you mess up a couple of times at first, and then you you kind of get the feel a little bit until you kind of feel like the sort of main sort of uh, rotary mechanism. And with, like, a simple final deft movement in under a minute, you manage to a little padlock drops and uh, you can now remove it from the uh, the latch.
0: All right, we're in. Nice. Everyone, be sneaky. We don't want to get caught.
5: Everyone what? roll a stealth check, including Loggy.
3: <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's a juicy 13 from Hobbs. I have a solid nine.
0: That's another 17
5: um surprisingly uh amanda what did you get again
0: i got a 17
5: yeah surprising you even loggy most of all is being very very quiet the one who seems to be a little bit too excitable is the tiny little frog that as soon as you open (laughs) a gap wider than they can push (laughs) through, because you have to kind of push it through like some silt so it takes you a second to widen it is a tiny little frog that just kind of mario bounces off the wall off the, op- the inside of the open gate, and then inside, and begins hopping around. And as you kind of, like, push it open, Amanda, you look inside, and a whole bunch of baby reindeer with bells on their antlers are just, like, looking <laughs> at you in surprise as all of them, like, step backwards.
0: Oh! Guys, I think we took the wrong door! Hi! Uh, oh.
5: And you see that many of the reindeer begin sort of, like, leaping over you guys and begin escaping their containment.
0: Oh shit! I mean, oh, well, oh, no. oh no, oh no, excitement! I'm sorry, I spent too much time around adults.
3: <laughs> Jubilation! Look how yeah. they leap!
5: As you you do I see that there is too. a sign on the other side that, of this like pen that says "petting zoo." It would appear that this exhibit though is currently uh, closed, and the animals were simply pinned. But now they I are don't free. Know. Maybe All we
0: right. can begin. in. They're probably they're probably all re- like I'm assuming that they're ringing because they're reindeer and they probably ding, have bells ring, on them.
5: Yeah, they got little like uh musical bells hanging off their their antlers.
0: Well, someone's going to know we're here. But also Run! they're not like
5: full-sized reindeer. They're like they're like baby-sized almost.
0: Yeah. Jesus.
3: I do not My wish reindeer. to be a petting zoo.
0: Wait. I... I have an idea. I'd like to try to get a ride on a deer. <laughs>
5: Uh, this is going to be like an animal handling check.
0: <laughs> I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail so bad. I'm going to try, though. It's an
5: 11. Um, you get close enough where one lets you pet it. But after petting it a couple of times, it sees all of its friends escaping to the wilderness and will go ahead and join them.
0: All right. Resume. Run!
5: All right. So like, you just stop for a second and everyone runs past you and you're, you're just like, pet, pet. <laughs> Keep running, <laughs> and all of you manage to clear the three-foot-high fence, including Loggy, who is underneath Amanda's arm as you are petting the <laughs> baby reindeer. And once I uh,
0: once I get to the fence, I look one way, I look the other way, just to see if anyone's watching me, and then I whip out the wings. All
5: right, and then like yeah, it like looks like you just kind of like take the trench coat off and you tie it around your waist, and you've got like, uh, your your dress on, uh, mm-hmm. underneath, and yeah, and and what do, what do your wings look like?
0: They look like little moth wings, and they're they're exceptionally fuzzy. Like, where, where it starts to meet my back, it just gets much more fuzzy than the typical moth.
3: What what colors are they?
0: Uh, brown. Just, like, think of, like, an emperor moth.
5: And as you have a moment to kind of take that in, and as all of you sort of, like, rush into, like, the middle of the crowd, you do see that there's, like, a couple of individuals. In fact, you see uh, two bugbears that seem to, like be hearing, like, the sound of ringing bells and, like, one of them taps the other, they say something, and then, like, one of them, like, gives the other one, like, a boost with their exceptionally long arms, and then he says something along the lines of, Hurley, they're escaping! <laughs> <laughs> and they, they rush off to go deal with the escaped deer. But you have made it inside successfully.
1: Alright! Woo! Success!
5: I will even say, surreptitiously, you look down, Hobbs, you look down and you see... A ticket on the ground.
3: Uh Hobbs is going to back up slightly. And then being fall. held by Amanda right now. Oh. Please let me down.
5: Okay. Button <laughs> down. You just only I, see it because like your face is playing down as you're tucked under the arm.
3: Yeah, Hobbs wobbles a little bit backwards and then falls face first towards the ticket.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, and, oh dear. You've got like a tiny just, little spur like where your nose yeah, is. Yeah, manage like
3: impales it a little bit with this this little, like, off-branching and then Amanda hears Oh,
5: let me pick you up! Mm -hmm. What did you say? Pick him up! So you see impaled through one of the already punched holes is a ticket. In fact, it would appear that five out of the uh, eight total available spaces to be punched this ticket has been punched, but there are three out of the eight that are not punched. I
3: found a ticket. Mm.
0: Nice. All right. So we can go on, how does this work? We can go on three rides? Well, you'd need to get a punch, unless you pretend to just be my, my emotional support log. <laughs> then I assume we can get in for free. So then we can have room for two more. So if you're my emotional support log and I get a punch and Philo gets a punch and Froggy gets a punch, we can all go on a ride.
3: I don't know how I feel about being used like that, but I'm in no position to complain. Well, uh, if
0: you, well, we can help you find your mom.
3: I would appreciate that.
5: I will say that as you are kind of inspecting all of this, a figure approaches you from behind. Huh? While you had not noticed them before, you see a single figure make their way out of the petting zoo. They seem to be wearing a pair of overalls and a sort of striped cat hat like that of a carnival worker. and you see stepping out is a person with a sort of uh, leperine, rabbit-like face and ears that sort of tuck underneath the hat as Tor. You were witness to the events of the reindeer escaping <laughs> and you have kind of followed them out into this sort of main thoroughfare of the carnival. As uh, Hurley and Burley, you would know the two of the bugbear workers are currently scrambling to deal with the chaos. Tor, do you say anything as you approach?
4: I mean, knowing that they're the ones who, you know, caused this, I'm just going to ask, like, what happened? Even though I know what happened, but, like, I want to know what they say
5: about it. Uh... Hi, Mr. Wabbit, uh, you, you You see that there is a rabbit kid who looks about the same age as Philo.
3: I'm covered in mud. That's what happened.
0: We got in with a ticket. <laughs> hold up the ticket.
4: I mean, I just hear that we got in with a ticket, so I think it's legit. So I'm like, all right.
6: <laughs> <Woo>.
0: <laughs> nice work. Yeah. I kind of lean over. I kind of lean over to Philo, like whisper into his, like squinch down, whisper into his ear. That was a lie. All right. What were well, to say that
4: in front of a creature was very large here?
5: Yeah, you pick <laughs> up on that. You pick up on that. <laughs> What's a lie? You, your ear like twitches a little bit underneath the hat. <laughs> For- in Torm- fact, it probably has. It's not even tucked down. You literally have holes cut in the cap that that ears poke out. of.
4: <laughs> oh, it's cute. And and cocks their head and he's like, Tor maybe's dumb, but Tor is not deaf. <laughs> I, I, can you explain yourself again. Uh uh.
3: Mother we says, got says a lie. Mother says a lie is like a beautiful flower with thorns. <laughs> it
5: is a- I at wonder this who mo-
0: your mom is.
5: It is <laughs> I would also say that it's at this moment that, Tor, you see the cutest-looking baby frog dancing in front of you.
6: <laughs> oh,
4: I, I do have something I want to say about what yeah. I said. Yeah? It's like, Tor is not good with words, but your mom sounds good with words. I want to
3: meet your mom. <laughs> <laughs> she, she is better with her hands. Okay.
4: She's- if she's better with her hands, and I'm better with my feet, maybe we could make one functional four-limbed creature
0: together. Why does this make me very uncomfortable? Why does this feel like a conversation the adults would have?
3: She is a crafts person, a carpenter, and a woodcarver.
0: Did- did- did mom carve you?
3: She attempted. (laughs) Wood was spilled onto my body, which brought me to sentience.
4: That, that does not sound good. Does your mom need first I aid?
3: Get dark. Oh, this was many years ago. And by many, I mean one.
4: <laughs> that sounds like me. many years ago to me. It's a I lot was. of years to me. <laughs> it's your whole life. You're one year old? Frog is... I'm, <laughs> I'm one. Frog is baby. Babies, you... you are, are any of party
0: more than one wait how old are you more than one i mean me too but how old are you perhaps more than two
5: as you're okay, having let's count <laughs> it's at this what? moment that as you are Tell talking stop. you hear like a droning sound of a <laughs> and you see flying overhead a massive dragonfly wingspan like the size of a pterodactyl uh, swoop overhead And you see, like, in the process of, like, doing so, whoever was, like, riding it had, like, some sort of, like, soda in their hand. Uh, And some of it ends up spilling on one of the two bugbears who are currently trying to corral the deer.
1: Oh, no. Those guys got a lot of work ahead of them.
5: It's like they've got half the deer back in now. Tor is going to chuckle a bit at the fact that that happens. Yeah. You know the two of them? The two of them are really big. The two of them are really big grumps.
4: I'll try to make sure they didn't hear me.
5: Yeah.
4: But also upon realizing that they're still there, I'll be like, here, we should get a... A uh, kid should get away from, from, from
5: the two bugbears. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to make your way somewhere else in the carnival. All right, then. Uh, what are you doing as you are walking? Um.
0: So how do the tickets work? I see it's punched five times. What does that mean?
5: So you would know, you, you would know Tor, <laughs> yeah. that... Would... Uh, so anyone who basically buys a ticket in the carnival? The tickets can be punched a total of eight times. Uh, there are plenty of events, like say the Big Top, for example, are completely free, of, like with admission. And there are plenty of wandering acts that are free as well. There are even a couple of other attractions that are free. But plenty of the attractions usually cost one, sometimes more than one, but typically one, such as games, such as uh, like the Pixie Kingdom, such as like the Hall, the Funhouse, which you guys are near, the uh, Hall of Mirrors. Um and those usually cost a, a, a ticket punch each. Or maybe they might cost a ticket punch and that includes like a group of people. So if you want to, you can uh, communicate that information. But you work here long enough, you're, yeah. you're, you're aware that like uh, ticket punching is a big deal.
4: Yeah. So I'll make sure to let them know like, there are you know, plenty of, of, of free events now that you're actually in, but there are some special ones that do cost a punch.
0: Oh, so, they, wait, they have a leg on. What's the Pixie Kingdom? Want to go check that out? Guys, want to go check out the yeah. Pixie Kingdom?
4: Yeah! Absolutely.
5: Would nice. I know of any
4: Pixie Kingdom?
5: Uh, There is a Pixie Kingdom on the other side of the carnival, yes. From where you are.
4: All right. Well, it's a bit of a walk away, but if, 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 friends, question mark.
5: N- located uh, near the Hall of Illusions and the Snail Racing.
4: All right. If if nail racing, nail uh, racing. If doesn't want to go, I,
0: I- I mean, it'll be a bit of a walk, but sure. Yeah. You can have yeah. my hat instead of yours, so you don't have to work, and you can come with us.
4: You are smart.
0: I am. I study. I work really hard wow. in school. Wow, I've never
4: been to school.
3: Other I says, can tell. Punches hurt. I feel bad for the ticket.
0: What? 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 <laughs> Ticket doesn't have
3: feelings. How would <laughs> oh, you know? Have you asked
5: it?
0: That's what we thought about oh, Hobbs wow. before we met him.
5: Uh, tick, Mr. Ticket, T-t-t- do you have feelings? The Ticket just kind of wags in the, the draft of the carnival. You are surrounded by the scent of uh spilled soda and funnel cake.
0: Oh no, it's nodding. It has feelings. Well, then I suppose... You'll have to take advantage of all the free events if you don't want to punch this ticket. I mean, the ticket has already been punched five times. It's probably desensitized by now. <laughs> <You have> a, <laughs> what, what, it may what,
2: repress what, that memory. We're, <laughs> it's traumatic. Wow. I mean, if, we're,
4: <laughs> if, if we're asking the ticket, Tor must ask all of you if you have feelings.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Definition of feelings. <laughs>
4: I feel kind of hungry. <laughs> I
0: think that's a feeling.
3: Oh yes. Let's enjoy a corn dog. Uh, do you
5: even
0: yeah. eat?
3: I don't know. I've never tried.
5: <laughs> okay. Do they have corn dogs? They do, in fact. Um. Maybe like Philo, the most amount of money you have is like a couple of copper. But if you'd like to get a corn dog, that is a sort of separate cost that you would have to pay. But you do see that they're uh, yeah. if you'd be interested, that's your money. Yeah. wait,
1: hold on. Well, I mean, do I've I got a couple? We can maybe uh each have these on one. We get a couple each.
5: We'll so you got five copper five copper.
1: I can oh. also try
4: to
0: get my own.
4: Do I get the the witch light hand benefit yet? Uh yeah. I'm like, hold up, save your save your money. I will do my best to grab some food. Tor, Tor can get food for free.
5: Yeah, you see that there is like as you walk away around the back of this sort of thing, you see that there is a hobgoblin, uh, wearing like a hairnet with combed back hair, that seems to be in the process of uh carrying a tray of a uh, couple hour old corn dogs uh towards a composting bin.
4: Tor innocently like skips over to the goblin, and like. Tor, like, looks
5: Oh,
4: hey like- Tor! Hi, hi. Tor has been good boy. Tor is very hungry. Can Tor have have the food?
5: All of it down, at him. <laughs> yeah, beats the crap they feed us back in the tent. Here, they'll basically right. just hand you the tray, and there are there are four there are four cold corn dogs, including one that is half eaten, and the, plus one that is half eaten.
4: Okay. I mean, I'll I'll take the one that's happy in and give the other four to my new friends.
5: Take care of yourself, baby. Try not to eat too many of them. I don't know how. I think one of them was sitting in the hop since yesterday.
4: Tor will survive. Tor always will survive. Alright. Alright,
0: I try to feed one of the hobs.
5: Um,
2: as this hob happening, only has two been... eye holes. <laughs>
0: uh, shove.
5: Shove. <laughs> <laughs> I was happening.
2: I was kind of foraging the ground just looking for, like, insects and stuff.
5: Awesome. I will say, like, as you are, like, looking around here, you do see that there is, like, a kid walking by, and, like, the scent hits your nose of the most amazing smell you ever saw, As you see that there is a kid carrying a bag of gummy worms that is mostly open. Like, just past you. Theft. 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 I'm
2: definitely thefting that. I'm just gonna, like, use my- I'm gonna hop over and use my tongue to snatch a- Roll me a- Roll
5: me, like, sleight of hand. Roll me a dexterity check for- stealth That's check, check either. Oh, come on. Another nine. Oh. Nine total? Nine total. So as, like, you go to, like, hop up and as you, like, are getting ready to, like, stick your tongue out, you see the little girl who's, like, maybe, like, nine years old looks down at you and sees you, like, your mouth open, your your tongue retracted and you're, like, frozen there.
2: I don't move.
6: Or <laughs> <laughs> so...
5: Cute! (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Um, You see she's got like a butterfly face paint on.
3: (laughs) Throw your tongue right on her face. (laughs) Get the butterfly. No, I'm still after those worms.
2: Um. Are you gonna have those worms?
5: Do you want them? Yeah. She takes like one more out. And she hands you the bag oh uh uh thank you and And she runs off mommy 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 i just saw the cutest little frog (laughs) i love this place
2: (laughs) i will start munching away at those things
5: yeah so like you've got like your your head in like a paper bag as like you're you start hopping your way back with the bag on your head. And then all of you are all standing around with these uh, cold corn dogs. Um, so does Amanda currently just kind of jamming a corn dog into Hobbs eye <laughs> eye, eye hole?
4: When 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 Froggy gets back, you George... find
5: that your uh, your ocular capabilities have been uh, per- temporarily diminished by fifty percent during this change. <laughs> <laughs>
3: corn dog is delicious.
6: Blinded
5: by the dog <laughs> dog.
3: <laughs> and by delicious, I mean I cannot see.
0: Oh, wait, wait, is it actually delicious? Or are you just saying that so I don't feel bad? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> some may have their
4: <laughs>
5: vision impaired on. Let
0: and me just, let, food. let me just, let me just check to make sure this you, is actually you, being. You, un-screw you,
5: pull, it. You, pull, you pull it off, it like it breaks off halfway through, so there's now half a horned <laughs> dog without the stick inside <laughs> <laughs> your eye. Some
3: may call this my flavor saver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's 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 try to get this out. Um, it's like a firm smack on the back. to try to
5: dislodge it. Ah, I can see now. <laughs> Thank a you. A couple of pats like you're burping a baby, and there's just like a chunk of corn dog that just falls down in the mud. There's still crumbs there and comes. stuff and, cr- and crust around that one eye. That was the best is.
3: corned dog I've ever had.
5: Yeah, they are pretty good. I do feel so hungry anymore. Uh...
2: I think I, I just, lost my I appetite. Popping back with a face full of gummy worms.
4: Upon <laughs> <laughs> noticing that 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 he got the gummy worms, I'll like go up to him and be like, "Have you learned one of the most important parts of being a child at a place like this? The art of finagling."
5: Okay. And being cute. And like you pull, if you pull the bag off of Astro's head, it's just covered in gummy worms with several of them hanging out of his mouth.
0: Aww.
5: Oh. an asterisk you have never, or, or Little Froggy, you have never tasted anything this wonderful before. It's a willy blood.
0: Oh, my mom says I shouldn't have too much sugar.
5: There's like a tiny little gummy worm on it. Looks
0: like worms. I-
5: I'm good. You could probably snatch it if you wanted to, Amanda. It's your choice getting to it first ha- I'm, having,
0: I'm having an internal battle with myself of like my mom says i shouldn't have sugar because it's bad for my teeth and also that looks really good is and looking i'm just at? staring i'm staring intently at the worm
2: i'm, I'm going for it if, um as soon as i see it <laughs> looking uh, at- you don't see it it's wings. right between
5: your eyes oh oh <laughs> okay it's just I- if you want to go pick you can have one of them, Amanda.
0: I'll have- I'll have one!
5: And you just feel like it's slapping, like a, a- Peeling like a Band-Aid off your- your head, but not painful. Uh, as you crunch into the gummy worm. It's a little slimy at first, but, like, once you, uh, start chewing into, like, the- the- the rubbery goodness, it is very sweet, it, it tastes wonderful.
4: or is a bit concerned, though, because he's looking at, uh, Amanda's wings and being like, If you're an insect, and you're eating an insect, Is this correct?
5: (laughs) if you ask that? And here's the thing, Tor, is like this person doesn't see, you've seen fairies. There are some that work at this carnival. You look at Amanda and you like at first kind of think like, oh, those are just like some wings. Some people wear like, you know, like fairy wings or like bird wings or in this case, moth wings, I guess. Like as like decoration. Yeah. in fact the, the the carnival staff has kind of been talking about like requiring like patrons and staff to wear them at all times but that's like a policy that hasn't been implemented yet uh but you look at amanda and you see like she flexes her little wings and you realize like even though she she's like the size of an adult fairy she looks like a child you realize that she actually has fairy wings
4: yeah and i guess that's how you realize that you know She's an
5: actual fairy and you know even though he would have but like seen- not like a, a full fairy though they're larger than a fairy would be for her age
4: right like a funky fairy i know
5: <clears throat> a really big fairy
4: yeah hmm are you that, then that would make Torquius. are you really old
2: <laughs> i'm
0: 15.
4: that's
2: another one that sounds old,
4: that sounds old to
0: me i mean I think old would be like at least like 16.
4: Really? I wonder if I'm. Or maybe
0: 18. I don't know. 18 something. My parents are old.
4: Yeah, parents are old. They are. I never asked my parents how old they were.
0: One time I did. Whenever I tried. And I was told not to ask that again. (gasps) Maybe we have the same parents. I don't think that's very likely.
4: What was the last time otherwise that it, saw it their look periods? similar whenever whenever I don't know how long Taurus been at the carnival
5: probably only like maybe like a what maybe less than two years I'd say so we probably haven't seen them since she joined it since then yeah. yeah and you've been traveling to a lot of strange places working with this carnival you're not even sure how far away home is yeah um but yeah As you uh, begin gathering that, you do arrive at the corner of the carnival where you do see, like, a big sign that says snail racing. You hear, like, the sound of like a... (laughs) Like that of skidding tires going around a turn. Um,
1: Sounds like they're going pretty fast. (laughs) Wow, there's (laughs) snails.
5: You see that there is uh, a place called the uh, Hall of Illusions that just says uh, uh, one... Punch admit group. You see that there is a pixie kingdom that says one punch per individual.
0: Ah. Single entry. Why don't you go snail racing?
5: And then I mean, yeah, you I do. And then you also see that there is an individual walking around. Kind of in like a similar sort of attire to what Philo is wearing, but like on a larger scale but still very clearly like a patchwork-like styled wizard hat with like bright blue robes with like stapled on stars and moon. And you see this individual saying on, Who here, who here has the bravery to draw? Draw from the fabled deck of many things. See what fate befalls you. Only the brave and the foolish have a chance. Only one ticket, only one ticket, punch. And you can see your own fate. And perhaps win a prize. And he's just like walking around. Uh, that catches my scary. attention. I'm hopping Legend over there. Thing. No! Froggy! <laughs> Hello, fellow! Hello, little Hi. little tiny fellow right there! Ooh, Hello. and what do we have over there? Do we have a young magic apprentice in the works? Good evening, young sir. Hello! Indeed, indeed. Uh, do any of you have what it takes to draw from the most wild, most dangerous artifact that there is in existence that I carry in my very own pocket? Tor is looking at the others and, like,
4: trying not to say anything against it, because, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, supporting the carnival events, but he's, like, looking wide-eyes at the others and, like, shaking, shaking his head. Uh, I have hands. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I also
5: have a tongue. Well, my name is Wally the Wonderful, and for one ticket punch, I can give you a chance, and depending on what you draw, you could get a different prize. What do you say?
0: Yeah, here I give I give um, I give Froggy the
5: ticket. Ah, he says, Ah, oh, it looks like you've been busy a bit today. Well, one board ticket never hurts, and he'll go ahead. He'll pull out this wonderful sort of ticket puncher that says Wally on it. Um, and Tor, you don't work at any of the the groups that punch tickets, huh? but you know that it's kind of a big deal when for the people who punch tickets to want to punch tickets. Look, he maybe is maybe there's some named- sort of bonus or something.
3: He is named Wally, and also his hole punch is named Wally.
5: Maybe they're twins.
3: Perhaps.
5: Uh, and you see that as he shuffles, uh, he pulls out a deck of cards and he pops open the ivory case and uh, hands it out to you, Astarok.
2: Oh, um, I just, I guess I'll just, like, grab whichever one my tongue sticks onto first.
5: <laughs> Alright, so you go ahead, you use your tongue and you pull a card? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, as you go ahead and you pull it out, you end up seeing a void. You suddenly see as you are surrounded by darkness, as dark mist begins to swirl around your feet, and you hear Wally's voice emanate. Ah, the void, the most dreaded card in the deck. You, who have drawn this, find your soul ripped from your body and transported through the tall spires in pandemonium. A land of howling wind and chaos, and you find yourself as though you're standing within a tower within a massive network of caves, walls, and ceilings that seem to defy gravity. Entire landscapes built within a bizarre sort of Euclidean geometry. You find yourself trapped, sequestered in a tower, in a prison of inescapability. But what is this? Your tributes. You're adventuring as you see that there are four figures, silhouettes of them of uh of what looks to be a fairy a log a halfling and a rabbit folk sort of standing there all carrying like powerful magic like the silhouettes of them or like carrying like blades yeah yeah <laughs> yeah see that the uh it looks like the the log seems to be like holding like a cross, giant crossbow like it's a shotgun in the silhouette <laughs> <laughs> but the heroes you meet along the way they they have traveled too long they know you too well they wish to save you by facing perils Too great for any man, woman, or log. They make their way (laughs) through the spires of hell themselves before they come before your prison. Facing down a great demon of the abyss, they free you and return you to your rightful body. The bonds of friendship grow glowing ever after, and yourself wiser for the experience. And you find a sort of weight glow around you as the mist and the illusion subsides. You now have a, 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 a like a little sort of silvery bracelet around your hand. Oh, frog got bling! <laughs> and and like all of you like saw it as like he pulled it out and just like as like the illusion around Ostrok faded, he just gently using like a mage hand sort of like clasped it on there. And like hey, all this entire, all of you who like weren't looking at like the illusion that was like spinning around o- Ostrok, saw him like waving his hands casting the illusion. <laughs> I was, right. I was I was
2: kind of freaked out by that illusion. Not gonna lie. <laughs>
5: <Aww>. <laughs> so you're just like wide-eyed, like sunken <laughs> into yourself as you see like your friends like oh. battling like demons and and hellfire and great howling beasts. Yeah. Trapped within like a strange Euclidean geometry that like defies your your interpretation of reality, and you're just like standing there with like a tiny little bracelet on, a little friendship bracelet. Uh. You need a hug.
2: I think I'm actually just gonna like start crying and like a nice frog squeal. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, you start crying yeah. and Wally starts yeah. freaking out. It's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Um, um, you like candy? I got gummy worms. Whoa. You know what would make <laughs> him feel? You know what would make him feel really that be-
0: much I, better? I see the
2: gummy worms and I'm immediately snap at it. You you gummy worms. It?
0: <laughs> and yeah. I just
2: start like bouncing up and down,
0: Amanda. Well, as you can see, he is he's 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 depression jumping. If there's only one thing that can make him feel better, um. Otherwise, he's gonna keep being like this. I've seen him before. It's it's real hard. Uh, mm-hmm. Could we get another ticket, please?
5: I I don't really hand out tickets. Um, that's something that you'd have to to purchase at the gate. But I think you could buy a second ticket. Um, I just punched them. Click 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 click. Could I please have that gummy worm? Yeah, you have it. You snatched <laughs> it out of oh, hand like yes. he, like okay. you you would know that all the carnival staff carry candy and toys on them in the event that a child accidentally begins to cry that can lead to very very disastrous mood on the carnival right so all of them are like prepared mr witch and mr light make sure that everyone's got toys and candies on hand in case a child even begins to add a tear oh and you have a new bag of gummy worms astrak yes this one the same size as the one you took but not half eaten Nice. Uh, for the rest of it, I'm not going to jump as high. Yeah, you are definitely like feeling like your wooms. little with all the sugar in your body. You definitely feel your little froggy heart beating faster.
6: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, <Can> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I got more gummy ones. Well, that's good. Well, uh, uh, oh, it looks like we're coming on to the the uh, uh, looks like we're coming on to the sixth hour. Um, I am going to go. Uh, now, uh, but if you ever need to wander again, if you would like to tempt fate once more, you know where to find me, Wally the Wonderful at Witchlight Carnival. Leave good reviews. Thank mm. you. <laughs> and he'll like just throw his hand down and you see like just like a, a smash of like smoke bomb that appears around him. And you see him like running into a back alley. <laughs> <laughs> I admire this man's dedication. Right. All the while uh, as you are kind of gathered there a little bit, um, yeah, you're kind of left in this waste, you see that there's, like, the snail racing, you still see that there's, like, the Hall of Illusion, and, yeah, all the while, you see that as, like, you're making your way past, you see that there's, like, an elf on, like, tall stilts, kind of going around, passing out little bits of candy and little bits of, like, paper unicorn horns and whatnot to, like, nearby children, you see, like, they reach down and, like, place, pluck a little, like, Paper crown with a unicorn horn onto Amanda's head.
0: Amanda's like, "What's this?" And then when she notices, Mm. she's just like, she's trying hard not to look too excited, but she's like, (laughs) "And then he dropped another one.
5: Then he dropped another one onto Hobbs. Oh oh my!
0: You're a unicorn.
5: I am a log.
0: You're You're a
3: unicorn now.
0: You log. You, You can pretend to be a unicorn.
3: Ah."
5: And as we sort of pan backwards and we look at this sort of group of young heroes (laughs) gather themselves at the carnival, we see standing from afar a young girl in a pig's mouth with skin blue and clammy. We see a woman dressed with a shadow and a mask like the moon that seems to drift with dark smoke. And we see a small, not as adorable, sort of toad-like creature covered in shelves of fungus. And they eye, this group there, look between each other and split off. And that is where we are going to leave part one of this episode.
2: We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress, You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to always salt your water before boiling. Farewell.